This OPI podcast was recorded at an earlier date. Some material may be outdated and or mentioned under different circumstances. Consult your local health authorities for the latest on COVID-19. Minutia Man is up next, but first, listen to this other fine OPI show. On this week's Free Kicks with Adam and Rick. Yeah, we're going to talk about the Merseyside derby and a big injury for Virgil van Dyke, which could change the course of the league season. Listen to Free Kicks on Spotify, opishows.com, or wherever you find podcasts. Just search for Radio Misfits. The following is a Tony Lasano podcast. An Opie production on the Radio Misfits Podcast Network. This is Minutia Man with Rick and Dave. Wow, that was pathetic. <laughs> was that was that trying to cheer up the big crowds? <laughs> See, we've lost our edge because we you don't have studio audiences anymore. Right, exactly. Right, right when we were doing it at the Palladium, <laughs> we knew better how to communicate with the with the with the people. Yeah. Rick and David the Apollo. <laughs> yeah. I've seen you. How many times this week? I've seen you like three times a week. It's, it's too other, much. It's not a. It's too much. It's really not that special anymore. No. But. That's that's very true. So how are you today, Dave? Oh, okay. Uh, you know, we're going to talk about this a little later on in the show. Yeah. Uh, we lost a dear friend. We did. Uh, yesterday, in fact. Uh, Joel Daly, iconic Chicago legend. Uh, yeah. Newsman. Um, yep. Uh, the musician, uh, author. So very, very kind we're of a, sad. Very sad. But we, we just found out right before we started taping. So we're uh, yeah, a little... A little bummed out, but uh, we'll we'll be talking about that a bit more. Uh, you know, at this house, it's a it's kind of a important week, and that is my my oldest son Tommy mm-hmm. turned twenty five years old. That's not possible. When your when your kids are the age that you think of yourself as, <laughs> yeah. right. you can no longer consider yourself young. <laughs> you know, uh, I was telling that. I think I've mentioned this to you, probably off the air. You know, I'm teaching. Yeah, I'm a university professor, Rick. Yeah. You know, right. uh, and you know what's great is sometimes, and many of my students just assume I have a doctorate and they call me doctor. <laughs> I am not correcting them. You know, hey, I didn't tell you to say that. You're you're close. You've got you've got the master's <laughs> master's degree you're in advertising. A, you're just a away. <laughs> um, so, but what when I when I'm hanging out with them in class, when I'm hanging out. I sometimes like wake up in the morning and I'm going, you know, maybe I'll just blow off my class. Oh, wait yeah. a second. I'm a I teacher. I'm I teaching. can't. I think every teacher feels that way. <laughs> you know, uh, but like during the Zoom world, yeah. I see where they live. I know. And all the guys are living in these crap houses, which I'm like, God, I wish I was living I in a crap house again and drinking Meisterbrow. Well, and, uh, you know, when I was 24, you remember when we were 25, I already knew Bridget. Right. Uh, I was 25 the year my, my father mm-hmm, passed mm-hmm. away. Um, you know, this was, to me, this is... Tuesday. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah that recently. And and actually, I was going through pictures to post them on uh, social media to, you know, for time. Well, in between your pictures of the sunsets. Right. <laughs> Everyone mocks the sunsets, but I don't care. I'm going to keep on doing it's it. Not, you're not on brand. <laughs> it's true. It's not really like me. Um, but anyway, I was going through old pictures, and I found a mm-hmm. bunch of pictures with John uh, Landecker mm-hmm. and Tommy, and it made me think of this, uh, if you don't mind indulging me. It's just a minute and a half. Yeah. This is something that we put on one of our albums, uh, Landecker and the Legends. Mm-hmm. Uh, here we go. And now it's time for the greatest hits of Little Tommy Kempfer. 
He's the uh, two-year-old son of our producer, Rick, the German boy Kempfer, and his wife, Bridget. First, Rick and Tommy perform our favorite from Mary Poppins. Just a spoonful of sugar helps the medicine go. <laughs> the medicine go. <laughs> the medicine go. <laughs> Just a spoonful of sugar helps the medicine go. <laughs> In the most delightful... The greatest hits of Little Tommy Kemper just keep on coming. Here's Rick and Little Tommy doing the old standard, Old MacDonald. Old MacDonald had a farm. E-I-E-O. And on his farm he had a cow. E-I-E-I-O. With a mama cow. Here and a mama cow. There, here a mama cow. There a Oh. Everywhere. Uh. Oh. <laughs> oh, McDonald had a farm. E I E I. Oh. Hey, don't ever forget that morning radio guy that'll exploit a two-year-old for a personal gain. John Records. Let's get the oldies one oh four point. Oh, that cute! Hey, that was twenty-three years ago. What dialect of cow was it? Was he doing the Swedish cow? Yeah, my, my favorite thing is he just like he, you know in the middle of songs he's obviously just losing interest. Like <laughs> cow, yeah, right. Yeah. <laughs> and he was less than two years old when we recorded yeah. that. Well, he was reading it. Wasn't he reading at that point? He was reading at age two. Yeah, yeah. he's a little little genius boy. But anyway, that is little Tommy Kemper sings. Uh, and and it's it, for those of you who are looking for it, it's actually out there on the uh, CD Live Long and Perspire, which is the uh, third or fourth Land Echo Legends CD. Is that that's not the one that he's in a diaper, right? Uh, no, no, Look, that no, was that's baby that's boomers, the baby boomers one. Yes, <laughs> <laughs> that's a story for another day. Well, we have minutia though, don't we, Dave? Yeah. Why uh, don't you? Uh, uh, yes, I am making the move. Here we go, minutia. This week's Minutia with Rick and Dave. All right, what do you got? Rick, can I ask you a personal question? Um, I mean, uh, how personal? Well, and I want an honest answer here. All right. Okay, and, and I want you to think hard. Okay. okay. Have you ever masturbated on a Zoom call? I have not. No, no hold on. You answer, you answer that a little quickly. Maybe at a Chicago Writers Association well, board. Me, no. Maybe at a green-white no. birthday celebration? Are you sure? No, never. Never. And let me just say this. I don't think I'm technically uh, uh, able to. I don't think I could do both the Zoom and that at the same time. Well, you know who else is not technically <laughs> able to do that? Jeffrey Tube and the New Yorker and CNN political analyst uh, had a little issue. Uh, this poor guy. You know, I, I don't know. It, I say poor guy, but really, yeah. what are you thinking? <laughs> right, right. What are you, you, you don't just march the penguin on, on a Zoom call. <laughs> right, you're right. I mean, what are you thinking? Boxing the one-eyed chant. I mean, you're celebrating Palm Sunday on, on right. a Zoom call. Can't you cook your cucumber <laughs> on your own? No time to dial the rotary phone like that. <laughs> dial the rotary phone. <laughs> for, our, for our younger audience, that was what phones were. Uh, so, yeah, he turned on the sprinklers. Yeah, he was shaking hands with the milkman <laughs> during a zoom call he, he was shucking the corn 
uh, so, so he uh, I can't even I can't even talk about this this story because it's so absurd. So for those of you who don't know, he's on a Zoom call. Lone Rangering. <laughs> Stop it, would you? Yeah. Uh, so he's on a so he's on a, um, a Zoom call with New Yorker for the New Yorker staff and WNYC during an uh, during an erection scenario. I mean, an election <laughs> scenario. And he doesn't realize that his. He doesn't. I, I, well, he's 60. Right. Yeah. So you got to so he's of, basically our age. Right, exactly. So he probably didn't know that you had to click the little camera. Yeah. In the left, you know, left bottom hand corner. Uh, and he ended up, you know, popping the. I guess, you know, he is busy. It's hard to squeeze that in when you're as busy as a Jeffrey Tubin. When you're writing for The New Yorker, you're on CNN, you know, who's got the time to squeeze that in? Well, and what is what is crazy to me is it was three o'clock in the afternoon. I do that. I'm sleeping for the rest of the day. Right. (laughs) That's a good point, too. Three o'clock in the afternoon. Yeah. so, So he decides, hey, you know what? This is a pretty pretty boring uh wouldn't you like to know what it was that sparked it you know like uh somebody else on the zoom call or like uh oh wow well, that look at that uh you know knowing uh, jeffrey tumor or t- tumor uh tubin tubin uh he was probably thinking about 2020 and the midterm erections <laughs> very good <laughs> so uh, so there you go so okay well hey jeffrey uh our best to you because you are done <laughs> Well, do you like, did you hear his, the way that he, uh, his, um, statement, I'm trying to think, I think I have it here. Uh, basically he said, uh, uh, my bad, (laughs) I I made an embarrassingly stupid mistake and I'm sorry to my wife. Yeah. 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 Well, you know, it is an embarrassingly stupid mistake, Yeah. but you know, he seems like the kind of guy that can just shake this off. Doesn't he? Yeah. I don't, (laughs) yeah. I I don't think he can. It's going to take a stroke of good luck for him to continue <laughs> his career, I think. Don't you think? Uh, and his excuse is pretty limp. <laughs> right? I mean, he had some balls to do it, right? But you know, the, yeah. He's going to be the subject of every light nature. It took Pee Wee Herman 30 years to come over that. Right. And uh, so, I don't know. I, I guess I have a certain respect for him. Do you? No, (laughs) I don't No, But that he's, you know, he's like, hey, you know, it's three o'clock. I got some time to kill this. I've been on Zoom calls that I have lost interest. Yeah, Uh, sure. But But I I have to say, um, it's not anything that would have ever crossed my mind (laughs) during a Zoom call. Couldn't he have downloaded Candy Crush or something on his phone or anything? So I guess it wouldn't be as satisfying. (laughs) But there you go. All right. I have uh, some minutiae for you. Uh, This is. Uh, a story about naming your child, you know, which is something that every parent goes through. You you named a kid 25 years ago, Tommy. I did. Uh, to what lengths can you go to get free Wi-Fi? Well, a couple has named their newborn daughter after an Internet service provider to get free Wi-Fi for 18 years. That's ridiculous it's it's insane insane, right the new daddy spotted an advertisement on facebook from a a swiss startup company called twifi (laughs) come here little twifi (laughs) which offered free wi-fi for 18 years to anyone who named their child after the company if one is daughter the name would be twifia of course which is much much cooler (laughs) and if you have a son the name would be twifus really yeah 
So, uh, toy fee, uh, I don't know. Um, anyway, the uh, advertisement reads, simply upload a photo of your child's civil birth certificate. After verification, TwiFi will give you 18 years of free internet. So the new parents who are 30 and 35 years old, who, by the way, wish to rename, remain anonymous, gave their baby girl the name Twyfia. Well, you, you know what Lila's birth name is? What? Pornhub. <laughs> I, I, think it's, I think it's pretty sickening. And you can ask my sons, Carson, Peary, and Scott. <laughs> because, <laughs> well, truthfully, how many people have named their kids after, you know, the Cubs? Well, yeah, that's true. But they're How not many, getting anything free, right? Well, when you think right. about when you think about cable, so what is it? Two hundred bucks a month, maybe? Yeah, twenty four hundred bucks a year. Well, they said that the the couple said they're putting all that money into college, into a college fund right. and therapy. That's yeah, a I mean, big ass Costco jar of therapy. Twyfia, you know, you could call her Twyfia and then have the middle name be like Brenda. Yeah, and right. then call her Brenda. Right. You know, right. which is probably what they do. <laughs> I would, I would hope. Uh, well, you know, I wanted to name our kids Townsend and Daltrey. Yeah. And I didn't get that through. I, I, I really tried hard. Lennon. Or Ringo. Ringo. I really yeah. wanted Tommy to be Ringo. And Bridges like, yeah, no yeah, way. Yeah. But Johnny yeah, yeah, is after yeah, John. Yeah. And, uh, and then um, Sean, my youngest, is named after Sean Lennon. Are you seriously? Yeah. Because Tommy, uh, Tommy picked the name for Sean. We were trying really. to figure it out, and he was in a a uh, John Lennon uh, phase at that point, and that song "Beautiful that most Boy." Six year olds are at that yeah, point, yeah, right? And "Beautiful Boy" at the end, you know, uh-huh. it says uh, "Beautiful, Beautiful Sean," uh-huh. and that's when Tommy said, "You know, we should name him Sean." And Bridget and I are like, "Yeah, that's fine. I We've already named two. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and that's where Sean comes from." Well, I thought Tommy was because of the Who rock opera. Uh, no, he was named, let's say uh, he was named after my grandfather. No. Yes, he he was named after my father-in-law and my father. His name is Thomas Peter. Hmm. And my my father-in-law was named Stanley and my father was Eckhart. But their middle names were Thomas and Peter. And so. Why didn't why. you name Eckhart? <laughs> I wish I could have. You know, I, I would I would love to have paid tribute to my dad in some way, but. Eckhart couldn't go there. No. I, I noticed you don't have any Fritzes. <laughs> no. Or uh, Helgas. We, well, well, Aaron's name is short for Aaron House. Okay. Which, so that was the... Yeah, that so was, that's the same thing. That was the yeah. Helga All right. nod. All right. Well, hey, it's time for this feature. Time now for Studio Walls. And the words of the prophets were written on the studio walls. So this is a, a feature about... Uh, our archives, the Rick and Dave archives, we have been doing this for so many years. We have so many things in our archives that we would like to share with you. Um, and it will eventually be up on our website. Well, there, I know it's getting it, there. It's getting there. And and this time he really means it. Uh, it's actually going to be up there by the end. By next week, we'll have stuff on there for you to check out. Uh, but this week during Studio Walls, we, we want to talk about our our good pal, Joel Daly, who passed away. Mm. Uh, Joel was a, uh, a news anchor in Chicago uh, at Channel 7, but he was much more than that. Mm-hmm. He was uh, a, a renaissance, renaissance man. man yeah. He was a, a lawyer, a pilot, an actor. He built an airplane on his dining room table. Yeah. And flew it. Yeah, and flew it. And flew it. And stalled it and had a, like, 
get himself out of some death defying tailspin too. He was uh, he was a wing walker. Yeah. Remember that? Yeah, Have yeah, you yeah. ever seen that? Where yeah. somebody will stand on the wings of an airplane? Yeah. He did that. Yeah. yeah. And, and uh, he became our pal when uh, he published a book for us called uh, The Daily News. And uh, I got to work with him as an editor, and we did lots of appearances. Yeah. I looked it up today, Dave. We did 21 different appearances with him. And Dave and I used to go down there and have... Breakfast? Yeah. Three or four times a year? Yeah. At the Willow Restaurant? Yeah. In Bur- is it Burridge? West, or, is it or, Western Springs? Yeah, or something somewhere like, like that. that. Um yeah, and he would he turned me on to the baked oatmeal there. <laughs> yes, he did. Which is very good. Uh, you know, the the thing that I just really loved about hanging out with Joel is you could say anything about any news. Yeah. And he would know not only everything about that news story, but then he'd have a story about something I that know. would relate to it. You I mean, know. this is a guy who, <clears throat> excuse me, who interviewed Martin Luther King. Right, right. Who uh, interviewed, you know, uh, Richard, Richard and, Daly, right. the first Richard Daly, you know, and and was an icon in Chicago. Right. Everybody knew Joel well, Daly. He, him and Faggy Flynn are credited with that format. Yeah, right? the you know, Eyewitness News format. The, the, they the created that. Right. Uh, but just, uh, just a wonderful, wonderful man. And um, yeah, I'm bummed. So when, when he sent me the manuscript of his book... Um, you know, which was which was fine the way mm-hmm. it was. I said to him, you know, there's one sentence here in the middle of a chapter where you talk about oh, in the time I met the Beatles, blah blah blah. <laughs> I said, how about expanding on that a little <laughs> right. bit? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He goes, what do you mean? Do you think people will be interested in that? <laughs> yeah, I think they will be interested in <laughs> well, that. Well, I don't care if people are. I am. Tell me the story. And it turns out he spent the entire afternoon, afternoon with yeah. them right. uh, in Cleveland when he was there. Uh, and we have audio of that, I think, don't we? Was there there's something there was part of that uh yeah, here we go. Dave asked him the question in the interview that we did. In fact we had him mm-hmm. on this podcast, and here it is. The funniest thing that a Beatle has ever said to you. Nineteen sixty five when they came to Cleveland and I was in the hotel suite with him and uh, all the wannabe girlfriends wanted to beat down the door and Ringo was uh, telling me that he had a problem with some of staying up with everybody because he, as he said in his inimitable way, my pita hurts. <laughs> <laughs> Isn't that our favorite story? <laughs> yeah, right. Uh, we love that story. Yeah. Um, so anyway, as I was reading the book uh, with him, there's a, a commentary in here that uh, always makes me cry. Yeah. And uh, if, if you don't mind, I'd, I'd like to read it. Because <clears throat> Joel it used to, on the news, at the end of the newscast, uh, in the late 70s, seven, seven, mm. throughout the 70s, would finish the newscast with a commentary. And they were always so beautifully written. They were. And this one goes to uh, uh, September 2nd, 1969. <clears throat> I lost my little girl today. She went off to school for the first time, proudly following her older brothers up the ladder that leads to our big world. It was just the first day and the first step and an easy one, but it was the first time the house was empty, the home where she had been queen. Now she had abdicated that position and put aside her father's throne for some teacher's desk. She gave me one final look, one final encouraging wave as if to say, I've got to learn like you, the wonders of books, the beauty of people, the lessons of history, and the faith of the future. <clears throat> she will soon, she will know soon enough that her world, like ours, will probably include tears, tragedy, and sorrow. 
Hopefully she will learn that for every enemy, there's a friend. For every scoundrel, there's a hero. And that bullies are the easiest people to defeat. It was just the first day of so many days. Just the first tiny step in a thousand. In a thousand miles of experience. But she was the last to leave. And so, somewhat selfishly, and with regret, I say goodbye to my little girl, who's not so little anymore. And Kelly is still with us she's uh yeah i just talked to her this week and same age as us basically yeah so you know and i'm taking lila on saturday i mean pornhub i'm taking pornhub on saturday morning (laughs) nice it's your daughter (laughs) to uh uh champagne to to tour the campus and there it is there it is that's great all right well anyway uh rest in peace joel and our condolences to kelly and the whole family yep um all right the Minutia Men Celebrity Interview mm. is a thing. You should check it out. Joel was once featured on it. Uh, if you check it out this week, uh, here's some information about who's on there. On this week's Minutia Men Celebrity Interview. Rick, we talked to a not-so-good astronomer. In fact, he's referred to as the bad astronomer. He's an author. He's a skeptic. He's a debunker. We talked to Dr. Phil Plate. Gotta check it out. Listen to Minutia Men Celebrity Interview on Spotify, opishows.com, or wherever you find podcasts just search for radio misfits i'm howard sudbury and i'm steve baskerville and a very special back to you not that they're not all special steve but we have comedian tom dreesen on and man does he know some people plus he's given me some inspiration on how to get my act together yeah and that's a lot of work (laughs) <laughs> anyway, Tom Dreesen, he's got a new book. He's all over a Showtime series called The Comedy Store. On the next, back to you. Back to you with Howard Sudbury and Steve Baskerville. You can find Back to You on Spotify, opishows.com, or wherever you find podcasts. Just search for Radio Misfits. I know I'm going to listen. And we're back. We have permission to play this. I just want to play just a little bit of it. This is Joel Daly as a country singer. Hope springs eternal in the heart of our town. With the start of each season, high hopes abound. With loyalty and love, we stand and cheer. But in the end, it's always wait, wait till next year. Wait till next year, wait till next year. (laughs) Joel actually wrote this song. It's a song about the Cubs. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. 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 Um, yeah, but again, as we were saying, you know, he builds airplanes. He's a country singer. Uh, was he, did, did he, I think he charted, I think his song charted on the country chart. Yeah, I, I, I think something that's right. There. The Sundowners, right? Yep. So, yeah, I'm bummed. I know. I'm not my effervescent, my effervescent self right now. <laughs> do you, did you have any more minutiae you wanted to I do. Uh, while actually... While we've been, while during break, I wanted to see how Jeffrey Tubin is doing. <laughs> so I, so I'm like, you know, Jeffrey, do how is it? And I found another story that I think Jeffrey Tubin would have benefited from. Yeah, if he would have seen this story before. Is this uh, another one about yeah, scratching right. Yoda behind the ears? <laughs> yes, right. Uh, so a man accused of dotting his eye. <laughs> Burping the worm. <laughs> binding the gap. Auditioning the finger puppets. <laughs> Slamming the slinky. Uh, <laughs> Making chowder with Sailor Ned. 
So, well, no matter how old you get, you know, I, I have a theory that that all wars could be completely avoided if just all the male leaders got together and just started talking about slang terms for masturbation, right? Yeah. All right. So, a man accused of masturbating in the LSU parking lot claim, oh, geez. claims he was playing air drums. Oh, his truck, wow. Right? <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, that's so, not a drumstick, uh, sir. Right. Uh, so I'm, I'm thinking, what drummer is he doing? Air? I mean, if it's a Christopher Cross song, I think that would be okay. <laughs> yeah, okay right? yeah. But Keith Moon could yeah. hurt. John Bonham? <laughs> yeah, Forget right, about that it. That could be really bad. <laughs> so Patrick Taylor Hall tried to get out of his public nuisance charge by saying that he was playing air drums okay well he was <laughs> paddling the pink in it <laughs> exactly. all right uh all right it is uh it's time for this feature a random name pulled out of rurik's bowl of brushes with celebrities mixture collection selection assemblage medley assortment variety time now for celebrity potpourri with rick and dave so this is the part of the show where Dave reaches his hand into the jar, pulls out a name of a celebrity, and I have to tell the story of that celebrity. And last week we did John, or last week we pulled out John Madden. Right. The football analyst and right. old coach. And after the end of this, we'll pull, we'll out, pull out another out name. Out. Okay. So John Madden was, uh, at the time that I uh, got him on, he was on Stephen Gary's show. And the way we got him on was uh, through the television network. <clears throat> and the television network uh, let me know where he was staying. And he was staying at a hotel right next door to studio. the studio. Yeah. And we were in the Hancock building. So it was in the Ritz-Carlton mm-hmm. there. Um, and the Ritz-Carlton was uh, a very fancy hotel. Mm-hmm. Um, but here's what I did not know. All right. So, so John Madden, if you, if you know anything about John Madden, for instance, he does not, he would never fly. He, right. he had a he bus. Had bus. He had the Madden Right, bus. so he would take the bus across the country, and it would take him, you know, all week sometimes to get from game right. to game. But the other thing is he was also deathly afraid of elevators. Really? So he couldn't come on our show because we were on the 37th floor of the Hancock building. And he said, I know I just absolutely cannot, even though he was like – 30 steps away he was you know in the water tower places right across the street from what what floor of the hotel was he at so this was my question to him i mean i was talking to him on the phone and we get we're working all this out and he was i guess on the fourth floor of the of the ritz so then that was the lowest floor that they could offer him he had to walk the stairs up to the, the thing. He was a big guy. Too. He was a big guy. Right. Um, I, and I said, you know, does that ever cause any problems? Yeah. He said, well, you know, it's my only workout. It's the only <laughs> the only workout I get. But he was a, like a super nice guy. And at that time, he was just an announcer. Since then, the Madden football uh, game, football game no, has huge. come out. And he is like a gazillionaire. Oh, yeah, I'm sure. A gazillionaire. He makes way more money now than he ever made. He won the Super Bowl as a football coach, and he also was the, the you know With the Monday Pat Night Summerall, Football. Right? And right, 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 right. yeah, he was huge. But he's huger now. And none of these kids, like my my son and their, they have they don't no even idea, know, no right? idea who this guy is. Right, but they played the football. I remember that one of the Madden football versions when I was playing before kids when I had free time. Um, if you tackled the quarterback enough, a little ambulance would come out <laughs> and pick him. It was like Madden 2. I don't know how that got through. And I hated Mike Tomzak so much that I, yeah, would put, I, remember that. I would put Mike Tomzak on the other 
on the other team and just sack them and sack nice. them and sack them until, nice. the, uh, until the little ambulance. Goes. Nice. Oh, boy. Well, so, so let me pull out the next one. Okay. Oh, Vice President Dan Quayle. Oh, that's a good one. Yeah. And and the, next week will be the week before the election. Oh, perfect. Oh, like, perfect. You know, that is, uh, I, I, he probably is the highest ranking government official you've person ever, I've ever met. What about uh, never, Mike, never Clinton? No. No. Well, Mike Dukakis. Well, I met Hillary, but she never made it as president. <laughs> but she was first lady. Mm-hmm. First lady outrank vice president? I don't think so. In a poker hand, I think that the vice president would. I've met a, royalty. Does that top it? Who is the who? Sarah Ferguson, Duchess oh, of York. Okay. Yeah, I think I think. Uh, and boy, this is sad. But Dan Quayle is the highest ranking person I've ever met in my entire life. Did you ever meet Prince? <laughs> no, I did not. Queen? Nah, no, uh, no, no. Right. no. All right. So that story is coming up next week. All right. So if you tune into the Minutia Men Celebrity Interview this coming week. Mm-hmm. We have a special Halloween mm-hmm. guest, don't we, Dave? Yeah, we're going to have Sven Gulli on. Right, and Sven Gulli is on nationwide now on yeah. MeTV. So, yeah, Rich Coase is going to come on, yep. and we are going to talk well all things Halloween with him. That's right, and we'll talk about uh, his great character, Sven Gulli. And here's a little bit of what that's gonna time be. now for the Celebrity Minutia Minute. Hey, you got a minute? Celebrity Minutia Minute with Rick and Dave. Do you do something special at your house for Halloween? Sven Gulli's house, yeah. you know. Most of the time, I'm not home on Halloween because <laughs> oh, I'm, you know, point. out doing appearances. If I am home, quite honestly, that's when I can go in the basement and watch TV <laughs> because <laughs> imagine if, if I were to answer the door in costume or sometimes even without, uh, we just end up with more and more kids coming to the door and a adults as well right so i'd let my wife take care of answering the door in my household we usually give the crappy costco candy you know that hard candy from kirkland you guys probably give the good stuff don't you like the full-size snickers what am i made of chocolate (laughs) (laughs) no but we'll give like the little you know fun size type ones and then we always have you know the bag of cheaper candy so that if we're really inundated and you know you run out of everything good you've got that backup (laughs) you know I always tell my wife we should do it the reverse way give out the bad stuff first so then if we don't have a big inundation of people coming to the door we get the good stuff yeah absolutely what's in it for me right the entire interview can be heard at uh, Minutia Men Celebrity Interview alright check it out Uh, and you can tell a friend about it have people well, I think viewing parties, listening parties, like old time radio. Yeah, right? except do it socially spaced yeah. in a garage or something. But yeah, absolutely. Well, actually, even if yeah. it's not socially spaced. <laughs> do we care? Yeah. If you go to the emergency room, yeah. then tell them about minutia. Yes, bed. that's right. Tell your doctor. Tell your nurse. <laughs> yeah, <right. laughs> tell a friend to listen to us on Spotify. Go to opishows.com or wherever you find podcasts. Search for Radio Misfits celebrating their sixth mm-hmm. anniversary this yeah. year. Uh, special thanks to executive producer Tony Lasana with opishows.com. Opi is hippo backwards, O-P-P-I-H shows.com. We're distributed by Ed Silla with Radio Misfits. Great Talk Radio isn't dead. It's just moved to a better place, radiomisfits.com. And we'll be back again next week with a brand new episode of Minutia Man. This Opie podcast was recorded at an earlier date. Some material may be outdated and or mentioned under different circumstances. Consult your local health authorities for the latest on COVID-19. The proceeding was a presentation of Opie Productions. Find our other great shows wherever you find podcasts, including opishows.com. 
Thank you. This has been a presentation of Old Pie Productions. Tony, can you shut up? This week on And Friends, we horny. Are you going to steal my line? No, I was going to say this week on And Friends, and then you say we horny. Oh, I say we horny. Yeah, you say we horny. (laughs) Okay. Oh, and then I could just do the ending little bit of it. (laughs) Yeah, you you can go. Actually, can we do that? Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Okay, let's do it. I'm Sam. I'm Kimmy. And it's Tommy. This week on And Friends, we horny. Listen to And Friends on Spotify, opishows.com, or wherever you find podcasts. Just search for Radio Misfits. Coming up on the next episode of the Car Guys Report, Informed Automotive, you won't believe how Chevy shipped their Vegas on the train. Plus, we take a look at some great American station wagons. I'm Mark Vernon. Join me and Luke Hostable for these stories and more on the Car Guys Report, a Tony Lasano podcast at Opie Production on the Radio Misfits Podcast Network. If you missed Lasano or Lasano and friends, here's what you missed. Attila, the president, is here, the guy that's in charge of the whole network. So we have to be good. Right? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> and so far. So what's going on with the network? Anything exciting? We have a, a thousand shows. I mean, there's a lot of them. We have a lot of shows. Yeah. Name the worst show on the network. Go ahead. <laughs> say it to his face. Just say it. Say it to his face. Yeah. yeah. No, no I, 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 would, I dare anyone to find a bad show. There, all... there is not a show on this network that yeah. I'm not proud of. Exactly. Exactly. Aww. Yeah. Uh, Great Talk Radio isn't dead. It's just moved to a better place. Radiomisfits.com. Radio Misfits. Get more. Lausano and Friends. Lausano. Now on Lausano.com. Good luck trying to spell Lausano or whatever it's called.